Hey, everybody out there. Um, welcome to another episode of What the Business Podcast. Um, today we have a very, very, very special guest. We have the lovely Eris Turner in the house. Hey, y'all. And um, hey, we're just going to uh, talk to you. you. know, this is the first installment of the family business episodes. And, um, you know, I'll probably, I mean, I'm pretty sure I'll be doing this a lot with me and my wife and we'll be um, coming to, you know, talk to you guys about our lives. And, um, you know, we're both business owners, um, you know, me with the, uh, I, I own a cleaning company, a, a real estate company, and as well as I'm working on a, um, a, a fitness, uh, fitness training line, um, clothing line, um, Eris, um, you want to tell people your businesses well my first business is reap what you sow and i have um some fashion design background so i make apparel as well as my makeup brand iridescent beauty so check me out check her out um we'll do all the socials at the end um so just wait for that um well we'll what we want to do is, to, you know, we want to um, open up as much as possible as business owners and um, into our kind of uh, personal lives. And um, just to let you know that, hey, you know, it's uh, this business is um, the it's a journey, you know, it's a process. So um, today we actually had a um, um, you, well, you actually, actually take it. OK, <laughs> um, so today we had a, a very interesting start to our day. Um, so we have a four-year-old and you guys will get to meet him at some point. And so we've been on a journey with him already. And today was just an addition to the journey. Um, so he's four years old. His name is Darnell. We call him DJ. And we wanted to reach, well, we wanted to find out, um, there were some things that, I guess you can say some people don't want to say or want to say that we're out of the norm, a little bit different. Um, and we wanted to kind of get some medical professional um, input to see, you know, what was going on. Um, so today we got some answers to some of our questions and um, we went to, was it the child developmental unit today? And they did some testing and we figured out that he has been officially diagnosed with autism um, he, that is his superpower. superpower. And so he's an amazing, amazing little boy. Um, if you've already met him, you'll fall in love with him instantly. He's like a ball of energy. He's a ball of light. Like he's he just... literally has, doesn't have bad days. Like that's, <laughs> yeah. That's one of the things that I love about him so much is that when I, I get on my, you know, my pity party sometimes when I just look at my son and he's just having a ball all day. Like, he just, from the day he was born to now, he's just been having a ball with his life. So, I, I love it. It's, it's it's truly a superpower. Yeah, definitely. Like, he's he's just amazing in every way, shape, or form. Um, he's just a fun kid. Like, like Darnell said, he just never, he doesn't have bad days. That doesn't exist to him. Even He might have a not-so-great moment, but... Every day is amazing to him. Every day is just a, a journey and like an adventure for him. Um, so we had our testing today and it was, it wasn't, I, my nerves were really bad when we first got there because originally um, they said for us to come and to make sure that we had someone that may be able to kind of keep him um, busy, you know, as we were doing some of the testing. 
Um, but as many of you may know, with this whole coronavirus thing, um, they are limiting social contact with a lot of people. So we were told literally yesterday, the day before, that instead of it being Darnell and I and DJ and my mom as our support person, we can only take one person with DJ. So um, that was a hard pill to swallow because... I mean, it was just me and DJ, so it was just me, and it was it was hard. But um, it was nice because we I was I was allowed to call Darnell and do like a three way kind of conversation, so that was nice to kind of have him there in that aspect. Um, the testing was a lot different than what I anticipated. I thought that it was going to be very kind of structured, um, and kind of like strict, but um, it was really like in DJ's eyes, it was just a play date. Like there mm-hmm. were like lots of toys and they just you know she asked me a lot of questions and kind of let him do his own thing they even had snacks for him um so it was like a day at the park for him which was nice because I mean we kind of been cooped up in the house with this whole quarantine thing um but it was it was a learning experience he was um they confirmed that it was a level two which is kind of in the middle of the spectrum um we're Darnell and I are both learning like as parents that like the spectrum is so wide and somebody that somebody else that may have been diagnosed with a level two may be completely different than DJ, even though they're on the same level. Um, so it's been a learning journey. And I mean, now we're really going to, you know, jump into this whole learning experience. Um, but it it was a relief more than anything. I know some people are like, Oh, you know, I'm sorry that, you know, you guys are dealing with this, but this whole journey. And I mean, it's, we're still early in the game. Um, it's been very, um, educational and it's just helped me to look at life a little bit different to kind of try to look at life, how he looks at life. Um, like Darnell said, he doesn't have a bad day, like ever. And if I feel like we can learn a lot from that, yes. like, um, just like as we go through days and, you know, we're always going to have bad moments, but it doesn't, you know, make the whole picture of life, like. So, um, I'm definitely, I'm excited to, you know, embark on this journey and learn as parents, um, on how we can be good for him and how we can be better parents, you know, to him and how we can support him. Our support system is like out of the window, um, which is how many people and family members and friends that just love him and, um, you know, want to, you know, step in and really help. Um, so I'm just excited to learn how we can be better parents and how we could just watch him grow. Like he's made um huge strides already so i'm just looking forward to this whole journey like yeah i, I definitely agree uh, you know as as our journey goes on we will continue to bring you you know information about him um information about us and uh you know this is just us opening up and uh just letting you guys know that hey man you know um there are people you know that's running businesses you know um as well as um you know and my wife she's um, uh employed at this time as well so it just make, lets you realize that, you know, we are people, you know, business people. I mean, everybody wants to kind of show you the, um, you know, the end of the rainbow when they get rich or, you know, right. when things are great. But, you know, through this podcast, it is um, it is a mission of mine to, you know, just to let you know that I mean, we're everyday people. And, you know, when we make it, you'll be able to see that we are, um, you know, we're regular people and, you know, we go through things just like everybody else. You know, Definitely. I think one of the big, biggest things that, you know, to kind of get into the, this whole uh, coronavirus is that 
No one took it serious <laughs> until a celebrity got it. Facts. Like <laughs> no, like everybody was like, "Oh no, that's just China. That's right. China. They're, that's them." <laughs> and then something happened to a celebrity, and the world went nuts. <laughs> crazy like and and this it's it's crazy because i i mean i've always held this this opinion i remember when we was going on kanye because of weird stuff and he's wearing mega hats and i i was wondering i'm like why do we care so much about what kanye's doing and it's it seems like it seems like at times the public cares more about celebrity than we do it about like the persons that that are next to us, so it's like, yeah, it's it's crazy. Like, I mean, because even me, I'm like, man, you know, because I, I had this view of it, but yeah, and still, I'm still like, <laughs> yo, no, wait, wait, right. he got it, right? <laughs> like, yeah, as you see more celebrities, like news coming out about the celebrities, just like, dang, like this is really real, like, and I don't even me, I don't understand why, like, you hear it on the news, you're like, okay, somebody in Pittsburgh got. The, you know, confirmed case of the coronavirus, and you're like, okay, dag, like, that's close to home. But when you hear, like, Tom Hanks, you're like, oh, yeah, like, like, what? Like, like oh, this no, is... not Forrest. Right, like, <laughs> not Forrest. I guess Forrest couldn't run <laughs> from that. <laughs> that's not funny. <laughs> you need an air drum. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, I think one of the, mo- the most interesting things there are... Um, I feel like this virus showed us who we were. Yeah, it humbled us quick. <laughs> like, <laughs> quick, like. <laughs> like, it's funny because um, I was just paying attention to, um, like, when I was out in the grocery store, it's like, like, one of the things that people are getting is, like, toilet paper. And I'm like, why? Like, I feel like we get... Uh, stuck on things like comfort things like yeah so when people when and i guess it kind of goes hand in hand with capitalism because it's like supply and demand so people were like oh toilet paper is running out so everybody just ran and got toilet paper i don't i feel like there's just so many other things though that i in my mind would have been like let me grab that first rather than toilet paper like i mean i get it but like people have been going ape shit over toilet paper. Over toilet like, paper. Toilet it's paper. Crazy. I think like uh, toilet paper, guns, ammo, and produce. For some reason, there's yeah. no produce anywhere. Which is weird because if we're really gonna be in this what two or more week quarantine, like produce is not gonna last that long. Like <laughs> that just makes no sense. Like that just goes to show that people really don't think they just act like i seen a meme it was like what did people think that they was gonna run out and get guns to fight the virus like <laughs> yeah like i feel like everybody just thought like oh everybody's going people watch too much tv everybody probably Way was like TV. everybody's gonna turn into zombies let me get my gun let right. me get my ammo let me get my ak <laughs> like, like i'm just like i mean i get it if things escalate and you know people start getting a little crazy but like People was like stocking up like this is like The Walking Dead. Like, right. Well, do, but my question to you: Do you think that it kind of goes hand in hand with the celebrity thing, or uh, the like, or or uh, us as Americans are we too attached to our TVs and our phones to the point that what we see on TV and on our phones kind of reflects how we respond to a crisis? Absolutely, absolutely. Like that's why. I- a lot of people were saying, um, like on Netflix, they have, um, there's like two movies on there now. Like one of them is Contag- Contagion, another one is like Containment or something. Mm. I think that's a series. 
And everybody's like, oh, I'm watching this. I'm watching this because this is what we're going through right now. And it's just like stuff like that. I'm just like, one, I don't want to watch that because I don't even want to imagine that things are going to escalate that to that point. To that point. But I also believe, like, that's not where you'd want to look to be like, this is how I'm going to survive. Right. Like, but a lot of people do, like, I guess because it's so easy to turn on your TV and look and be like, okay, or look at my phone because it's right in your hand. Like, but it's just like, I definitely think that people feed off of, like, TV and social media as far as to how we should react to this whole thing. Because I can guarantee you, if you didn't see on social media people tripping about toilet paper... Probably would have been no, toilet paper be, on the yes. shelves right now. Yeah, like, for sure, for sure. It's like, like that's the that's the thing. Is like, um, I seen the video. I'm pretty sure everybody's seen the video where it was the girl, and um, or no, it, was like, it wasn't even a girl. It was some lady, and like she's in a store, and she didn't have no groceries, but she had a, a, a cart full of toilet paper. And I'm just like, where where are we doing? Right, like, like. <laughs> I just yeah that that toilet paper thing even to this to this day it baffles me like I just don't understand because it's like toilet paper yes it's a ne- it's a necessity but I feel like if I got running water and some wash rags and soap we're good like right it's cool I don't have to like I just don't understand like I need to be like okay food like frozen food canned goods like that stuff is what you need to be scrapping for like. Toilet paper, not so much. Like, it's just, it, it makes no sense to me. Like, no sense at all. Like, yeah, I didn't understand that. Um, which leads me to my next point is like, okay, now the produce or, or people buying like four milks and stuff. It's just like, all right, at this point, you're just stocking up on stuff. Like, I feel like people were just ran in there and was like, I'm just getting whatever. Uh, yep. Like, it's like, fam, what are you going to do? Meal prep for for a year? Right. Like, like, it's just not going to work like that. Yes, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't... There's a lot of things that I just don't get. And I guess that kind of goes back to, like, the whole TV thing, how people watch TV and you got these shows like The Walking Dead and different things, and people use that as a way to decide or to kind of get pointers on how they should react to things and it's crazy because most of those shows and most most of those movies people are panicking and like losing their minds so you would think you would see that and be like I definitely don't want to act like that like I definitely don't want to go out like that like let me kind of be calm and level-headed and try to think strategically about what it is that I'm going to shop for or what it is that I'm gonna get like but people just do the complete opposite like just common sense is very it's not common like at all at like and and i think i think one of the main things that i have a problem with because like i, I was reading something last night he said like maybe it's like half of one percent of um of americans are like or i don't know if it's diet diet from it or um, or is affected by us because we, I mean, we do have a very, very low rate. I think it's not even in, I think it just surpassed a thousand maybe mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah. So it's like compared to the whole population of America, that's very, very, very small. Right. But what people aren't realizing that, like, you have a mom, like, you know, my mom is 66. Um, you know, my dad's 60, uh, I think 65 or 64. Um, like, you can still pass it on to someone and it'd be deadly. So it's, I feel like we don't respond to 
we don't respond to stuff until it's big numbers. It's like, why can't we do our part to kind of chill out a little bit so that the elderly, you know, can have a chance? Because, you know, that's, I mean, that's fine if kids aren't getting it as much and, you know, people who are healthy get it. But, like, what happened to, like, looking out for other people? Maybe we can look out for somebody else, you know? I mean, you've seen it. I mean... This week, last weekend that just passed, man, people were still in Miami spring breaking, just right. getting it cracking like they didn't, you know, say it was a a, a pandemic going on. It's right, like wow. Right, like that's what I don't that that frustrates me because it's like people are kind of making. There's still some people that are not taking it serious, yeah. and it's a pandemic, meaning all over, and it's there's a reason for this quote-unquote two-week quarantine. A lot of right. schools are closing, businesses are closing. Like Everything is shutting down, yes. but it's for a reason, and it's to stop it from spreading. And when you have people to disregard that, and you got people spring breaking and, you know, on Miami, like I forgot where it was showing, it was some beach. And it was just full of people. Like, there's a reason for, like, the social distancing, like, so that we don't have to escalate it down the line. And then, because a lot of people were throwing out this whole martial law thing, like... The purpose of like the the quote unquote quarantine, yeah, like it's not yeah like for distancing so that it doesn't spread. But when you have people, when you have citizens that don't abide by these rules that they're putting in place, and it keeps spreading and it gets to where it's uncontrollable and they can't contain it, then you then have then you have martial law. Then right. you have like where it's mandated you got to stay in the house. Like right. I mean, we're pretty fortunate right now that we can still go outside and yeah. at least go to the grocery store. Yeah. Like Italy, they don't have that luxury. Mm-hmm. Like China, they didn't have that luxury, and people were just taking it as a joke. Yeah. And it's like this is a precaution, like to try to stop it from escalating to that point. But everybody's starting out this whole martial law, and it's just like you people. A lot of people that are not listening to what they're saying is the reason why we may go into that. Like, right. it's just like it. It just it's frustrating. Like, right. it's so frustrating. Yeah, like I um, it was funny because I talked to one of my uh, one of our friends. I mean, well, friend of the show, um, you know, David, and um, he, you know, we we kind of text back and forth because he he is in um, you know, he does work, do government work and stuff like that, and um, and it was funny because there was a lot of people like matter of fact when we was walking in the house, uh, it was like the day before yesterday, mm-hmm. some lady yelled over to us like, hey, I got a friend that works in government, we're going to <laughs> they're going to do a shutdown, and it's like okay, you know, and you know, I kind of stuff like that, I kind of don't take it like I, th- I take I kind of take it lightly because it's like hearsay but um you know I actually have a friend that works in government and mm-hmm. and you know I'm pretty sure I would be the I, he would be the first one to tell me like hey you know prepare yourself for your right. family like my son is you know his family you know what I'm right. saying or, you know we're, we're family to them so I'm pretty sure he he would and you know it was kind of funny because we talked about it yesterday and he we kind of just got a chuckle because he was just like you know people are just spreading information and it's like I understand everybody's scared but we got to fact check these things because we got to realize at some point we're spreading the problem, the problem because right. now everybody everybody's already scared I mean honestly us as American or as American this situation shows you like hey no one's prepared for right. it. if if shit went down like i mean like i would say it, maybe it's the generations 
I don't know, because I feel yeah. like the adults handled this. They, when the nine eleven happened, I feel like adults handled this. Right, way. like they were so yeah, it's <laughs> like, different. Like, like I feel like now the people that are, are of age now are handling situations. It's like you know, and I think mainly because social media, like social media, um, anybody could post something. Like if it ha- if it looks official, yep, you they can post, post it, it. Yep. and like it will cause like pandemonium, like. If like I heard, I heard um, I was listening to a podcast last night, and it really was funny, but it was true. And it was like the media. Uh, I think it was like on a Joe Rogan podcast. I forgot who said it, but the guy was like, "The media is so powerful that if if on CNN they said they found Santa Claus's bones on in, in the North Pole, everybody would believe it, and everybody would be mm-hmm. going around telling like, "Yo, did you hear?" You hear they found yeah. Santa Claus's bones, right? Like, <laughs> like that would be a thing, like, right? So it's just like when you think about that, it's like, man, how much power does the media have, and how much fact checking do we have, right? That um that goes along with that because it's just like, it's just causing pandemonium for everybody, right? And you know, at some point, man, just kind of just chill out, right? How about right. that? How right. about everybody chill out, man? This you know, I I take it. I mean, well, one I want to say. Listen, all, all the business owners, I feel for you. You know, I, I've been affected in my business. I've definitely been affected. Um, you know, I'm new in the real estate game, and, you know, we don't really have too much property, too many. Well, we don't have any properties right now, but, you know, I, I can only imagine um, people who who are on their first flip or their first, like, you know, tenants, mm-hmm. and they got to kind of, you know, be um, conscious of uh, that people can't pay their rent. And I think that's uh, – I think in business – People don't give, um, I mean, because there's just businesses that's successful, but people don't really think about the, the um, you know, when you're, when you're an employee, you know how they say paycheck to paycheck employee, mm-hmm. but what about the paycheck to paycheck uh, business owners? Because, yeah. you know, there's, before you hit that tipping point, you know, you're not successful just because, you know, I think one of the misconceptions that um, people get about business people is that just because you own a business that you're successful, it's not always the case. You know, um, mm-hmm. there's a tipping point. You know, there's a growth uh, point. You know, there's a point that you know you gotta kind of deal with a certain amount of debt before you, before you reach, um, you know, a successful point. So um, my hats off to a lot of business owners that are are being affected, and uh, um, also their employees. You know, yeah. I, I know that it's not easy for, um, you know, even if you're. Even if you have employees, you got one or two, and you and you own a business right now. I know it's hard times because you're you know you're a small business. So if you're a small business owner, and if you're employed by a small business owner, even if you work for a corporation or whatever, man, I feel for you, and I hope that uh, we all get through this together. You know because Definitely. that's the only way we will be able to get through it. And um, yeah, man, let's uh, let's end the uh, seriousness of it. So let's talk about. Top five movies to watch during the quarantine. <laughs> so you want me to go first? Yeah, you can go first. Okay. I don't know, man, because your movies, because what's going on with your movie picks? They're, they're corny. All right. I'm a big kid at heart, so don't judge my movies. Um, But my first top pick, like, hands down, was Home Alone 2. Like, okay. okay. I feel like laughing is very much needed in, like, what's going on right now. So um, that's definitely number one. Um. I should have went from five up, but whatever. Uh, no order. Um, no order. Home Alone 2. 
Um, Friday After Next, another mm, good laugh. You know like, what? I haven't seen Friday After Next in a long time, and I think that I'm, I, I'm I, yeah. And it's funny because that movie's supposed to be like a Christmas movie, but that movie's yeah, just funny, just like funny. period. Like period. the movie's funny. Um, Princess and the Frog, because I'm a big kid at heart, yeah, and that's you. I, I mean, just, but you, yeah. you was gonna watch that anyway. Yeah, ever yeah. <laughs> like half of these movies are movies that I just yeah. Um, on the serious side, I went with Ray. Um, I thought that was right. like a really, really good movie. Was that the Ray uh, Charles with, movie? Yeah, with Jamie okay. Foxx. I've never like, seen it before. It's a very good movie. Like, And I'm not even a fan of like the, I guess, biopic movies too much. Um, but Jamie Foxx, he played like he played that part like ridiculously yeah. well. Like, and He's just a good actor. I, I know that they were talking. I don't know if it's uh, still happening, but I know they were talking about um, having him play uh, Mike Tyson for the new. That would, that would be dope. I think that would be like, cool. Like he's. I, that movie really changed my outlook on Jamie Foxx, like as an actor. Like yeah. he's like he 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 was like phenomenal in that movie. And um, just to see Ray Charles' his story, like his story was just like wild. Like his story was wild. Um, he is a wild dude. Like yeah, even wild. though he couldn't see, like he I was a wild stars. dude. Like <laughs> he literally like there was a part on there where. <laughs> For him to be able to tell if a woman was like, if she looked good, he would just like feel her wrist. So they were showing him like talking to women and he was feeling her wrist and it was like a skinny girl. He'd like feel her wrist and he'd start smiling. And then it was like a big girl and he felt her wrist and he like kind of did this little funky little face. Man. But like he was, he was wild. Like he was wild. Like, but that movie, that was a very good movie. Um, and then the last movie I put in. I haven't seen this movie in a long time, but I was flipping through Netflix and I seen it. It was on there and I thought that it was probably a good watch because they're getting ready to come out with like, I don't even know if it's a continuation or if it's just a redo, um, but I put Candyman on there. Okay. Um, okay. I haven't watched that movie in a long time, but I used to be like super scared to watch it, but I definitely want to see um, the new one. So okay. figure watch that just as a little refresher. Okay. Um, so... I have a few movies. Um, my first movie, and, and like um, like Eric said, these are kind of movies that we kind of watch anyway. So uh, it, ain't, it ain't like <laughs> we're about to adventure off into right. <laughs> a whole uh, movie thing. But um, one, my first, this is my probably my favorite movie ever, and it's Rudy, um, my homie Rudy Rudiger. And, uh, I don't think I've ever seen that really? movie. No, it's really, really good. You should watch it. Is like, it a funny movie? Mm, yeah, you can laugh at this. Of course, you can laugh. Um, it's it kind of it's a football movie. Um, of course, every every uh, kid that played high school football, um, you know, football movies was the thing. And um, but this is it's kind of an underdog story. Um, that I really like, and you know, it's about a kid that just wanted to play to play for Notre Dame to kind of, you know, please his dad and you know, that was their their school their home school, and uh, you know his opt- obstacles on the way to get there and you know it's a pretty good movie if you've seen it, you know that uh you know there's a lot of moments where you cry that's my man cry movie that's where I get my that's when <laughs> See, I get I don't my cries like crying, out so. <laughs> so that was good. <laughs> um, Home Alone three. Cause that's my favorite one. I like the other ones, but I feel like 
all the other ones take too long to get to the. They to do, the, especially the, the second yeah. one. The second, the second one, second one, is one long. takes forever, but once it gets to the funny part, like I be in stitches, like, like it's like ridiculous. Bird ladies and shit, like it'd yeah, be crazy. yeah. <laughs> there's a lot going on in that but, movie. Um, the third one, man, I, I feel like they get to it. Real yeah, they quick do. And, they do, and and it's kind of longer. I feel like it, it gets like the first two. It'd be like five, ten minutes of like him beating up on a bad guy. Yeah, like, it's a minute where he's just, like, he going in, like, on these dudes. Like, also, he should go to jail. That little kid is a He demon. was protecting his household. No, like, he was, like, because... If somebody is trying to bust in our house, I hope DJ does the same thing. But, like, he, like, could you stop him a little... Like, he set no. the homie on fire. And, all right, so... Is, That's the second one. Or you... I think all period. of them, they just be crazy. Well, like, if you try to come in my crib, like... Someone you asking for everything you about to at get. At some point, like, his booby traps was, like, murderous. So it would have been better if he just shot him one time and that was it? Like He's like an H.A.'s home. <laughs> like, he's like, <laughs> he built a murder castle. He's wilding. <laughs> like, but, okay, so that's Home Alone. Um, I, you got to throw some Will Ferrell up in there, man. I don't that know. Is true. I don't know how you guys are living out here and not having Will Ferrell on your list yeah, anywhere. Definitely. That's like not having Jay Z in your rap list. <laughs> like you gotta have Will Ferrell. So of course I'm gonna check out some Talladega Nights. Um, <laughs> and um, I seen on I think I don't know if it was on Netflix or something. I, I don't. I think it was on Netflix, but they had uh, Harlem Nights on there. Um, yeah, I think I did see that so on there. I'm definitely gonna watch that. I only seen that movie once in my life, so. I don't know um, how black that makes me, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and it was recently. It was like a year ago. I just watched it, but yeah, it was um, pretty. It's, it's good. It's really good. It's really a good movie. Um, definitely. Um, matter of fact, it, that part on um, past the Cavassier, but yeah, Cavassier, where you step on her. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that that was. From That's her. where I was from. Yeah, was funny. As hell. <laughs> I think that lady was even in the video. Like that oh, was her. No, I gotta. That was. Uh, I think it was her in that. Because I know they had Monique in there. Oh no no okay. It was Monday. So, yeah. Oh, my bad, Mo. My, my yeah, bad, so I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <Got you. laughs> okay, and uh, I think the last one kind of goes back and forth because I do, I want to see Dumb and Dumber, but I'm, I think I'm going to go with Ace Ventura Pet Detective because I haven't seen it in a while and I just watched the um, first one the other day. Um, I feel like I've only seen one of those. Really? Oh, man. Yeah. We got to watch some of that. Oh, man. It's good. It's the... So the first one was good, but like the second, I think the second one they went off the rip. Like it's nuts. <laughs> like, I yeah, I don't even know which one. If somebody told me like they could give me a thousand dollars to tell them which one it was I saw, I wouldn't have a thousand dollars. See, so. the first one had a lot to do with the dolphins. It was like the football dolphins. I feel like the one I seen it was like something about he was at on a safari. Or yeah, that something. was the second one, and okay. that one is nutty, man. Okay, it, it gets weird. <laughs> <laughs> um. What is a book that you you that you would um, say that you would want to read during this kind of quarantine break situation? Um, so I would say I'm actually currently still kind of chipping away at reading this book. It's not too easy to read uh, when you got a toddler running around and a job and a business and trying to be a wife and all that stuff. So, but I will say I think it's a good read. Um, especially because hopefully once we get past this whole coronavirus crap, um, this will be, you know, good for your start just as far as financially, just part your finances personally 
and like your business, which would be um, Dave Ramsey, his Total Money Makeover. Mm. I'm reading that now. That's the um, one that's your, uh, your sister. Yeah, my sister. She, yeah, she, she actually she, bought us. Yeah, both, that was um, a dope gift for Christmas. She yeah. bought us um, the entrepreneurial one and the uh, the money makeover. The money makeover. So, yeah. Um, that honestly, it changed my life. Yeah, I'm not even like I'm <laughs> Shout probably. Out to Amber. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Amber. That was an amazing Christmas gift. Um, I'm not even at. I want. I'm. I think I'm at the fourth chapter. Um, but I was only in the first chapter, and I was like, "Damn!" Like, I'm gonna change my life after I read this book. Like, it's like I was like, "Damn, I'm fucking up." <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you need a little reality check. But there were some people on there that I was like, "Bro, like they because they there's testimonials in my book with the money makeover." Um, and some people tell you like, you know, okay, me and my family, we were this much in debt and, you know, with the money makeover, we were able to get out of debt and, you know, get in a better position. Um, but then there are some people like who only had a little bit of debt and he was like, bro, like that could have been paid off like in like right. two years. Right. Um, but there's some people in there with like hundreds and thousands of dollars in debt, like, and they were able to like transform their life. Like, so uh, you know, I feel like fin- financial literacy is like super important personally, um, as well as business on a business sense, because I mean, if you can't be like financially literate in your personal life, like it's kind of going to be hard to do it right. business wise. Right. Um, so I definitely think that's a good book, um, to read, you know, while we're in this whole quarantine thing, you could take you know, bits and pieces of it, you can, you know, follow the whole thing and, you know, really do a money makeover. Because, I mean, I know we all like our money and we want to have lots money, of money, money if possible. Money, money. <laughs> <laughs> Karaoke like that whole podcast. Right. Um, but, yeah, like, I definitely, I think that's that's a good read for, for the state that we're in right now. Yes. Um, I agree with that. Um, it's funny. That's what I was talking about topics. Um, it's funny how um, we're all in the same boat with this coronavirus yeah. thing. Um, it's funny how, like, oh, so, <laughs> just a quick thought. I remember when a week before the coronavirus really hit us, and I remember I was obsessing about this, like, $150 watch, $250 watch. And I was like, man, I just want this watch. <laughs> and, you know, I was like... in. And Eris will tell you when I obsess about something, he uh, gets weird. Obsesses with a capital O. Like it gets weird. So <laughs> I'm like, man, I really want this watch. So then this happened, and it's funny how quick your mind state switches from I just I wanted this watch, but now that watch means nothing, and then you're worried about like, do I got enough noodles in the house for my family right. for quarantine? Do I got right. enough? You know this and that, so it's it's interesting how fast Things your mind will switch up. to, um, I guess, survival mode, right? And um, you know, just kind of protecting protecting your um, your tribe at that point. Yeah, you know, it's not really about the things because I mean, at this this point, I mean, I have watches, but none right. of them mean nothing. Like I can't, right? You can't even I go can't nowhere. Go to outside, wear. like right. stop this virus. Watch. <laughs> like, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. So um. But okay, back to that's it was just a sad thought. I do that a lot. But um, <laughs> so um, my book I would want to read um, finished because I did start it, but um, 
Yeah, like you said, I mean, I, I, one, I think that um, just, I'm, I'm addicted to audiobooks at this point. If I don't got to read it, I'm cool. Now, I do, um, I do like to read certain books, um, especially because I can highlight it, and I like to take notes um, when I'm reading, but usually I'm on the go all the time, and it's just literally gym work, home, sleep, wake up, repeat. <laughs> Take some, take some to school, X, Y, Z. So um, right now, I think this is the first time that we are actually sitting in our house. This, our house is probably like, why are y'all here? Right. Like, like it's so, never this occupied. Sort of. like. <laughs> so, um, but uh, my the book that I wanted to read is um, Nike um, by Phil Knight. And uh, the reason why I wanted to um, read it is just um, from what I've uh, learned about um, Phil Knight and, um, you know, his whole journey making Nike is just like, um, you know, they kind of had an innovative idea and, um, you know, it kind of became what it is. And, um, for me, I feel like I also, you know, feel that way about, uh, building a fitness brand at this point. Um, and, you know, kind of doing it the way I want it, uh, want it to be done. I mean, I spend a lot of money on Nike and I love Nike. Both of us Holy do. Holy crap. Do this whole Nike? household. Like, I have Nike on from head to toe right, right now. Mean, right now. And that's not even, like, that's just our clothes. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, my goal and our goal as a family to kind of, um, you know, the self, um, you know, the self uh, rid of that, that stuff, especially, you know, we're right now we're on our weight loss journey. And um, instead of buying new clothes, I'm really into just kind of creating my own brand. And, you know, it's going to be a plus for people to buy it. But, I mean, if no one buys it, I will still have clothes still instead of buying clothes. So it's still going to help me out. So, um, yeah, I just uh, I'm really interested on um, building a brand and learning how Phil Knight did it because, you know, every one thing that every business does is start off with an idea and, you know form your LLC or your corporation and you know every everyone starts like that so you know it just depends on what you do in between to make you uh make you a billionaire a millionaire or thousandaire facts I got a question for you yes so name or can you name three to four things that you haven't been able to do because of this whole coronavirus thing um we know number one. Man, go to the gym, man. <laughs> go to the gym. Um, I I think that's the only thing. Was that honestly, because I mean I do. I mean, you know, the, there's only two things I do is go to the gym, work, or of course work. Three things I do: go to the gym, work, and spend time with you and DJ. So yeah. I'm spending time with y'all. Um, going to the gym. Is killing me right now. Mainly the sauna, yeah. cause I I did uh, go get some gym equipment for us to wear. Like we we had gym equipment. Yeah, um, we had some. Um, yeah. And uh, going down to my mom's house and grabbing them uh, weights out the uh, garage. Yeah, my old weights. And I had to, they was all rusty, so I had to spray paint them black. It was it's good. <laughs> I, I I made it work. They look good. Yeah. I look better them. They look good. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> So working out is cool. Um, I still can run. Um, like today, while y'all was at uh, the uh, appointment, I went up to sh- the Shinley Oval and I uh, got a good run in. But that's I'm missing the sauna so bad, man. The sauna is the sauna is it's the terrible, devil. man. Terrible, 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 <laughs> terrible. But how about you? Um, it won't. I won't. It won't be my number one thing. But I definitely will say the gym. 
Um, because unfortunately, I feel like I was, I don't know, somehow I feel like I was bad luck. Because, like, literally, like, a week before this whole corona thing, like, hit the fan, I had, Darnell had convinced me, like, we had, we've been doing, like, the whole meal prep thing for a couple months now. Um, but he had been going to the gym and I wasn't. And I finally got, and y'all know how hard it is, like, I finally got that fire where I was like, all right, like, I'm ready to get back in the gym. Like, because that's, that's, I feel like that, I mean, you can kind of force it, but if you really aren't there yet, it's just, you're not going to stay with it. Like, you're not, there's not going to be longevity. But, um, we got my membership that Friday. We, we hit the gym that day and I went that next day. I got into like some classes, Zumba and, um, some other, I had like a little one-on-one with my personal trainer and I went maybe like three more days after that. And then it was just like, boom, you can't go nowhere. Like you can't do nothing. And that, that definitely was disappointing because I definitely, like I felt that that was, I really was in a good headspace, like, which I mean, it shouldn't change now because we got, you know, equipment, which I'm not going to lie. It's not the same, but it'll do for the time being. Um, but definitely that, um, like you said, we spend, we're spending time together here. Um, I do enjoy being out of the house sometimes. Like now I'm just like, dad, like I'm in the house when I wake up. And I mean, thankfully my employer um, has the capability to allow me to work from home. So I'm really in the house like all day. And that's like, that that kills me. Um, I've been trying since I started reading the money makeover to not shop, but I still do like going out and just kind of window shopping. Mm. And I kind of miss that. Like, so I guess, I guess that's really it. Like, I mean, other than that, like, I feel like overall this whole Corona thing really just kind of humbled us and really humbled. it just it slowed humbled us down. down. Yes, like humble pie, like yes. a whole gave everybody like a whole not even a slice. Everybody got a whole humble pie out for this whole thing. Um, but it's definitely just kind of made us slow down and really just pay attention. Like, so I'm trying to look at the positive aspect of that um, because it's necessary. Like, I mean. Me and me and my husband, like we literally, like we are on go. I don't see him yeah. until the morning when he sleep. Like yeah. <laughs> I get up, I have to be to work at six in the morning. I'm out the house by no later than five thirty at the latest. I'm there until two. Go pick up our son from school. By the time I'm lucky if I come home and Darnell's here. Like sometimes he's already gone about his day going to the gym. Um, you know, getting things together for the business. Um, so, you know, we'll talk on the phone. We make sure we talk on the phone throughout the day. Um, but we don't see each other. Like I literally see him when I walk past and I'm getting ready to leave in the morning and he sleep. Like, mm-hmm. so this has definitely, it's been a, a I guess a blessing in that form. It slowed us down, um, and really kind of just reminded us what's important, but it's, it's been a struggle. This has been a struggle, but I just want to go outside and just look at stuff. Like I want right. to go to stores and. I want to go to Zumba. Like, I tried to do it here with DJ the other day, and he was, like, laughing and jumping and running into me. Like, I mean, I got it done, but, oh, man. It's it's definitely a, a adjustment period. Um, You know, even for me, I got to, like, even because I, cause I had my weights, but they're, you know, heavy. They're iron heavy weights. Like, this ain't, this is old school weights. So, um, you know, just a 20 is really a, a, a 40. <laughs> like it feels like that because <laughs> it's iron and I mean it's so I gotta keep him out the room when I'm doing it so um, 
We definitely, it's, it's definitely an obstacle. I, I think that we will be able to get past it. I hope all of you out there are trying to get past it and will get past it. Um, you know, it, it's a tough time um, and, you know, in the world. It's not like, and that's the thing. It's not it's just not isolated. us, yeah. you know, it's the world. So um, just keep your prayers up for everybody around the world. Um, you know, help your neighbor. You know, if you see somebody that's struggling, man, you know, pick them up. Don't buy everything at the store, yeah. man. Like, come on. Right. Like, I mean, I understand that everybody, you know, we're in, you know, survival mode, but, you know, um, especially for the elderly, man, because yeah. you're stocking up, you know, that's one thing. You're stocking up on, on 62 milks, and, you know, the, the the older lady down the hall that's that's going to the same store might not be able to get the chance to get there in a, in right. a uh, you know, efficient time, and, you know, by the time she gets there, there's nothing, so. Right. Um, I did see something dope, though, um, this morning on Facebook, I'll have to fact check this, but um, they said that, I'm not sure if it was Dollar General or Dollar Tree, one of the dollar stores, they're um, cutting out a specific time, like mm. first thing in the morning for the elderly to okay. do their shopping so that they can get first dibs, like when nice. they get their shipments and That's stuff in. So good. I thought that that was really, really dope because really there are some selfish, selfish people like yeah. that just don't care about anyone but themselves like right. so. and that but that's the thing man like just kind of pay attention y'all like you know if there's somebody that you can help even if you know an elderly person that you can kind of help out um that's you know kind of close to you if you go to the grocery store man just you know just out of the kindness of your heart just drop something off right. or something i mean we're all going through this together right um one thing this is going to really um show us man is that we are a community and you know whether if it's you uh voted for trump whether if you voted for obama or anybody else you know we all got to get through, yep. through this together you know yep. if whether you rocking a red hat or you rocking a you know a blue hat um you know a red bandana blue bandana man it, it, you know, all, at the end of the day right. we all are people and we got to look out for each other and that's the best that's the only way we're going to get through this right. um, and come out on on the other side so um yeah man um you know we'll uh we'll keep y'all posted on how we're doing um we probably will hit y'all with a couple podcasts because we're in the house (laughs) you know definitely we'll uh, let y'all know how we're doing and topics that we are we will bring up and especially hey who knows man maybe we'll uh do a couple reviews on some um some movies but that'll we'll make we might make another short podcast for that something well we'll see we, we got some <laughs> stuff coming for y'all but um so Iris, right now right now what would be a song that you would um you would say makes you feel the most comfort or one of your favorite songs what song would you listen to right now <clears throat> to help you get through um i will say um it's by coldplay mm. Um, from their new album, the song is called Everyday Life. Mm-hmm. Um, this song, well, one, Coldplay, like, they just can't do any wrong. Like, <laughs> they can bang on a trash can, and I'll be like, that's amazing. <laughs> but, it was um, actually dope. Uh, Chris Martin did it, um, like, a live That was really dope. Night. Like, that was really dope. Like, I just, I loved them. Like, they're just amazing humans, like, and I've never met them at all, but... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, their song Everyday Life. That'd be messed up if there's really assholes in the That would be terrible. (laughs) That's right. It's funny because you never want to meet your idols because you like, That would be terrible. Like, like, what if they're terrible, shitty people? (laughs) Right, right, right. 
Hope, hope not. No, no. I, I, I refuse to believe that about <laughs> right. them. Like, I refuse to. Like, oh, they were just having a bit. Right. <laughs> like, they're like the Chick-fil-A of, of humans. Like, oh, yeah, they just sure. can't do no yeah, wrong. Sure. Like, sure. um, But yeah, Everyday Life, like, that song, it already was personal to me um, because around the time their album came out, my grandfather was, like, struggling um, with his health, and he did end up uh, passing away. Um, but that song was very, um, it was very emotional. Like the very first time I listened to it, I probably like maybe the first three words that Chris like sang of like the first verse, I just was bawling my eyes out. Mm -hmm. Like, um, and it wasn't, I guess it, I don't know if it was because of sadness, but that song really kind of like makes me zone and kind of really think about my feelings at that current point. Um, but it's very fitting for like what we're going through now. Like the first right. verse, he's like, "What in the world are we going to do?" Like, look at what everybody's going through, and um, like, and then it has like a part in there where it's like, "You got to keep dancing when the lights go out." Right. Like, and that like even aside from like the whole coronavirus thing, like that song, just in life general, like it really just like it really makes me feel good and it really kind of reminds me that. Everybody's going through something, whether, you know, whatever walk of life, whatever color, creed, whatever you are, everybody's going through something, but you have to keep pushing through and you got to, you know, see the brighter side of, you know, of everything because, I mean, everybody's going through something. Somebody might be going, something, going through something that's worse than what you're going through. Um, but I like, I absolutely I adore that song. Like, I, I think last night I turned it on and I started crying, yeah. like, because it's just like it's it's a very, it's a beautiful song, like it's dope. So, I will go with that. Um, I would say, hmm. um, all right, I would say one of my songs right now. Um, <clears throat> and this is just just like what I've been listening to listening to over the last couple days I want to say um is um it, it doesn't have a I mean it doesn't have a crazy I mean a good backstory like you song. <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> that was that was pretty dope um but it's uh the never ending story by uh, Jay Electronica I think that um one of the reasons why I like this song is just because it's good to hear Jay Elect, uh, Jay Elect um one and it's good to hear Jay Z on the same track um I feel like as hip hop heads, um, hip hop heads alike, we've been waiting for Jay Electronica for so long. Like, bro, where you been, fam? Like, he's, <laughs> I mean, since ex Exhibit A and C, like, I mean, we're like, where are you doing? And I feel like it wasn't, it wasn't what I expected, but it's what I needed. So I mean, I feel like a lot of people don't like it, but I'm like, it's something that you need. It's something to keep your mind straight. Keep your mind off the, um, you know, all of the stuff that's going on, and really just give you some bars to listen to instead of like the mumble, mm, mumble yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's um, we're very saturated with that right now. Like it's cool, like you know, you clubbing or something like that. But sometimes you just want to hear like yeah. some some real rap, like. And um, um, other than that, I mean, of course, my feel good song. Other than that, would be a Coldplay song, and it's my favorite song. It's Viva La Vida, and um, you know that makes me feel at home. 
Yeah. Or Fix You. Or yeah. all the other songs that Man, they have. Every song they have, like, <laughs> it, it just is so fitting. Yes. Like One of the highlights of our lives, I mean, yes, DJ being born, us getting married, and then yeah. co- a Coldplay concert. So. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's the three best moments. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, and I, yeah, and I don't even know if we should order those. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, so anything else, Harris, you want to share with the world? Um, that's it. Just check me out. Um, oh yeah, your socials. My, uh, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting my, my technology, my technological, uh, game on right now. I'm starting to do, um, like makeup short tutorials, um, so check me out on my Instagram. It is at iridescent, and that's A-R-I-D-E-S-C-E-N-T 19, and that's on Instagram. Um, if you want to follow me on Facebook, I'm just Aris Turner. Um, check me out. I have um, I'll, I have videos and, you know, different pictures and stuff. I randomly do live videos on there. Um, so just look out for me and show me some love. That's it. All right. And, um... You can catch me on Instagram at what the business. Um, what? <laughs> sorry, at um, what the business? Um, yeah, what the business? And, and on Twitter, yeah, W H A T T H E underscore business. I just got a business. Um, uh, yeah, so check them out. So. Uh, yeah, just check him out. Um, he has like his motivational, um, you know, uh, mon- what is it? Yeah, uh, what's Monday? What's the name of it? Um, it is business plan Monday. Sorry, sorry guys, I just got an uh, email. I'm not good at multitasking, so I just got <laughs> a lot of my businesses are trying to get in contact with me to kind of do cleaning for the coronavirus and everything like that. So, um, so I'm, I'm a little here and there, but thank you, babe. Um, so yeah, my, uh, for, it's what the, what the business and, um, what we do is, you know, I'll get, I'll put up a video on Mondays to kind of keep people on track of, of, of what we're doing for, you know, our business plans and, um, just how to, how to stay positive, how to keep focused and everything like that. So, um, catch me on, on, uh, Instagram with the business, catch me on Twitter at also with the business and, um, yeah, just keep keep listening. Pass on to um, everybody else. Um, if you like the podcast, um, give us some feedback. Um, and uh, hey, man, that's it. That's it for us. So, yeah. All right, y'all. Peace.